0: In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tug Entertainment or
1: its partners.
2: Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. From the website, girlfriendit.com and the movement girlfriendit, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Dernigan on Toginet.com.
0: Okay, who in your life inspires you to be all that God created you to be?
3: Well, I know the answer that you're fishing for from me right now is to say that it is you. I like
0: that. I like that. And it really
3: is. You really do inspire me day in and day out.
0: Well, I definitely like that answer and same back at you. But welcome to Girlfriend It, a leadership development movement that provides resources, tools, and lots and lots of encouragement to help you lead and succeed. We also provide opportunities for women to connect and share their heartbeats so that together we can can make a difference and be a part of solutions amazing results emerge well you know patty a lot of our workshops and trainings are basically what we kind of call parties
3: with a purpose oh we like that we love to have a good time while we are learning and so that's how we see even our radio shows so with that in mind we're going to enter into this
0: day to our radio party with a purpose and this is patty and lisa and we can't tell you how excited and honored we are to have our two guests join us Both of our special guests are women who live on purpose, with a purpose, who impact countless lives. And our first guest is someone we met a few years ago in Texas behind bars. (laughs) (laughs) Which
3: bars are you referring to?
0: (laughs) Well, we were doing prison ministry on death row, and there was an instant connection with us. Her name is Terry Mitchell and she's the head coach of the women's basketball team for Marquette university. And she's, she's been the coach since 1996 and they've had some amazingly winning seasons. Oh, absolutely. Believe, commit, mature, respect, thankfulness. These are the five principles that serve as the foundation of the Marquette women's basketball team. And with these principles, Marquette lives by each day. Well, Head coach Terry Mitchell has molded the Golden Eagles into champions, and we get to benefit from that by talking to her today. So, welcome Terry to Girlfriend at Radio. How are you this morning? I'm doing wonderful. I'm so glad to be on your show.
3: Well, we have been so excited to um, connect with you again, and just to hear your heartbeat because you're one of those women that truly goes out there and makes life happen and along the way you touch people's lives and you inspire and you encourage so we are fans of yours just so you know
4: (laughs) oh thank you it's good to have fans all over the country
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you have to give us a little background into your life and your journey to becoming a basketball coach and lisa and i were privy to, to this information several years ago but now you have to tell all of our listeners Wonderful. Okay, well,
4: you know, I did try the cheerleading thing. I want everybody to know in third grade. But but the the problem with that is that I thought that um, I was better than the boys that were playing the basketball game. so I really wasn't keeping up on the cheers because I kept watching them. And basketball entered my life in fourth grade, Uh, but it was more than just a game. It was an opportunity for me to have an outlet. Uh, Life wasn't easy at home, and so for me to have a place where I could – get out maybe my frustrations and and learn what it is about teamwork and maybe leave a home that at time was violent and and very unstable. And so fell in love with that little orange basketball. And, you know, here I am all these years later, it it led to a college scholarship. It led to, um, and and ironically in college, which everyone said was supposed to be some of the best years of your life. They were not, Mm -hmm. but out of that, and this is just a belief that I have in life it's, You know, you might not be able to control the circumstances, but you can control your response,
1: Mm -hmm. and
4: it was that time in college I decided I wanted to coach because I felt like I was not being coached the way I wanted to be coached, so why don't I learn how to be a coach and go out and influence lives, and you know, one year at Arizona State, one year back in Pennsylvania where I grew up, and now 21 years here in Milwaukee at Marquette, um, I just was able to follow my passion and my desire.
0: Well, I want to back up a little bit, Terry. when you mentioned, you know, you fell in love with that, that orange ball. And right now in our culture, it's sad because they're deleting so many programs and not every child out there is in for the the academics. And it's really unfortunate because we need more people like you that will step up and help with these programs for the kids because it's a great outlet like you said, to to be able to leave a, a not so great home life and have something to look forward to and have um, those skills like you have, the believe, the commit, mature, respect, thankfulness. Our kids are not learning that. So, you know, so many times in homes where they need the, the team sports to be able to mold them. And the discipline that comes with that. Absolutely. So um, that is interesting that it started way back even in the elementary years for you?
4: It did. It did. And it it spoke life to me. And that's, um, we all have different places that we find that. And, and I, you know, I say all that. And obviously, I mean, things, it's a long story, maybe not some other time, you can have you back on the radio show. And obviously things ended well in my family. And, you know, my mom's, I'm still very connected with her. My dad passed away two years ago. Um, So it's, amazing where you come from, but out of athletics is where I really understood about life. And I always tell our players, it's a microcosm of life. Mm. Um, when you step onto that court, the things you believe mean you get knocked down, you have to get back up. Um, you know How you have a victory, winning with class. And those five principles that you keep talking about, when I became a head coach 16 years ago... I sat down with my staff and said before we talk about any offense, any defense, we're going to talk about principles and how we're going to live our life because this is what I found you guys. Technology continues to change. I mean, when I was a kid, I was outside playing and we, you know, lived by when the street lights came on, we knew to get home. I mean, we the second we could get outside, we played outside. Kids nowadays are doing all the computer stuff. technology is changing. My players, 16 years ago, would come see me. Then they would call me. Now they text me. There's all different (laughs) ways of communicating. You know, things change, but principles don't change. Mm. Technology may change, but principles. We need a home base, and that's what that home base is for me. The things that we believe in one another, we're going to commit to that hard work. Maturing, to me, is growing up. It's forgiveness respect is your body, a way of life, your opponent. I mean, all those things it encompasses. Uh, We were on our plane last night, and the flight attendant said to me, "Um, your players are so respectful. I fly teams all over this country, and I've never been around a team that is more polite than your team. That's respect, and that's principles. And then thankfulness wraps it up. You know, it's the gifts and the privileges that we – be. I mean, you know in athletics we put it on a pedestal, and we can get way out of perspective with it. But if we use it in the right way, we can be a beacon of light for others and for kids and to have them that mentorship and all of that that we need today in, in today's society.
3: Well, there's so many things that you're saying that we can impact. Um, first of all, love that you're such a positive role model because as we're seeing with so many kids um, in our in our society in our communities and in even the breakdown of the home, there's not a lot of positive role models. And like you said, even in your own upbringing you know, it was as out of that that void and the vacuum that you went into sports. But you were truly trying to develop holistically the whole person. You're not just looking at these players as a means to an end to winning a game, but truly investing in them as a person in all these ways. And and you don't see that a lot. And as a result you have like that flight attendant that says they're very respectful, and that's what it is. If we would each be advocates and try to to um, present each other, you know, and bring out the best in each other as a, as a person who has something to give, it really is significant. So, love how you've broken these things down Thank and you. sit Thank down you. with your players to do that.
1: Well, it,
4: go, go ahead. ahead, Terry. No, I just it's it's ultimately what it's all about. I mean, it's at the end of the day. Yes, the wins and wow and I mean, I love all that, but really, I don't care about a plaque. I care about the impact of these lives, these women that God's given me the opportunity to coach, and then the impact they're going to make. And it continues because we need good news in this world. So if I can mm-hmm. influence for good, then they can continue. And that's what it's all about.
0: Okay. So now we have to get into the nitty gritty. By the okay. way, I do, I do want the plaque. You know that about me. So. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to send your plaque to me and I'll hang on. Oh, I
4: got off. it. I will.
0: <laughs> um, going back to what, what Lisa was saying, I mean, I, I think that's huge what the flight attendant said, because you're right. We, you know, we, we have teams come in and they're just obnoxious and they're arrogant many times. And to have that is such a compliment. But when you're working with women... Uh, it you you are dealing with a whole different ball game, especially in ball game, uh, ball game, literally <laughs> it, especially in college. <laughs> so right. how, how do you deal with some of the cattiness and that competitive? I mean, you want that competitive spirit, but you want it directed in the right way. So how do you deal with some of that?
4: I, I keep it real. Um, I try to enter into their lives of where they're at and remember that we are women. We're emotional. Um, I, it's, to, de- to keep talking about things and say, now let's let's put this in perspective. Bring it, as soon as I see a situation, uh, I'm head on right with it. I don't let it fester. I talk to our players about when you see something, you have a choice. You can add – you know, gasoline to the fire, or you can add water and put it out. It's like, why do we want to continue with something instead of being direct about it? I'm, I'm trying to get them to understand that we don't have to live by our emotions. We are emotional, mm. and that's part of who we are, and it's great. But at the same time, you have to take a step back. So when I'm dealing with the women, and, yes, it, it can be catty and it can be emotional and they can get after it, it's just keep approaching it, keep talking about it, and don't let the women go our players go off on their own um, without solving it at that moment and talking about it and bringing it up in front of everyone so that it it just takes the punch out of it sometimes when we go away with things it just festers inside of us and it grows and it becomes larger than life instead of that moment saying hey let's talk about this then you realize it's not as big as you thought it was
0: Okay, we only have 30 seconds, Terry, before we go into our commercial break. But are you saying that you see the personal issues and you're just what's one tip that you're telling these gals when they come onto the court? How are you breaking that down?
4: How am I breaking it down? Well, you know what? I'll, we could probably continue this, but I will tell you this. I think the biggest example I can give is they watch how I live my life mm-hmm. and how I'm approaching things and how I deal with. The stresses of this job and hopefully in my example it's going to help them live a better way
0: awesome we'll be right back after this commercial
2: is Girlfriend on toginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on GirlfriendIt.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more girlfriended radio right after these. People have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. Tune in Monday nights at 9, 8 central for the Fertility Forum with infertility psychotherapist and expert Phyllis Martin on toginet.com. This is the show about infertility, gaining support, and information. Phyllis will assist you in navigating the disappointments and decisions that often accompany the difficult journey from diagnosis to conception, pregnancy to parenthood. She is passionate about her work and is an expert in the donor egg field bringing both her personal and professional experience to all she does. Ms. Martin has extensive experience in helping patients cope with infertility, pregnancy loss, adoption, surrogacy, miscarriage, pregnancy termination, and creative family building. She knows what you're going through, and she's here to help. It's the Fertility Forum with your host, Phyllis Martin. Monday nights at 9, 8 Central, on TogiNet.com.
0: Welcome back. We are talking with Terry Mitchell. She's the head coach of the women's basketball team for Marquette University, and she is a fabulous leader, not only on court but in life. And before we went into the commercial, we were just discussing how many um, personal issues that we have as women, and it's hard to separate that. So many times, I think men have a have a better chance of compartmentalizing mm-hmm. whereas we'll take all of our emotions and bring them wherever we're we wherever very we go. messy. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And so Terry to have to deal with that, tell us a little bit more about um do you have some principles there that you share with these gals to be able to separate that? I, I do. I mean
4: it it's amazing um what conversations can do and and this part of when I was in college I never felt like I was listened to. I always felt like I was um, you're a player. You're going to do this. But I was never valued as a person to be able to contribute. So when I when I think principals in our team and, and leadership and, and where we're going, I mean, one of the things I say as, as a leader, and I tell our staff the same thing, listen as much as you speak. Listen twice as much as you speak. We need to hear their heartbeats. If I'm going to coach my players, I need to know their heartbeats. I need to know the things that make them tick so that – I can line up with that, and then they need to know my heartbeat. So we want to share in that. We want to give each other that time. I, I mean, Patty and Lisa, I think it's a gift nowadays to listen. We are in such a hurried society, and, and we go and we go and we go, and the gift of sitting down with somebody and understanding where they're coming from, I think that's the very first thing we talk about.
3: Well, and, you know, even because I know I, I'm challenged with this, there's so many times we sit down to listen but we have, like, our smartphone in our hand. And so we're checking a text message. We're we're at, um, at the whim of our, our phones and our devices Mm -hmm. sometimes. And so it, that is even making it more difficult to truly listen and engage and be in the moment with somebody.
4: It, It is. And when our players come into the office, they put their phones at the front desk. Um, and they come in without them. And then we make a commitment to not be on our phones as well. So we're very aware of that because it can just take up your time. I think when you're with somebody – you need to be present to them completely. And if you're looking down at your phone, then I think you're devaluing that person. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're just all of a sudden you're, you're taking that that text message. And, I, I mean, obviously I understand there's times we need our phone and we have a family member calling or there's a situation. But if you truly are going to sit and listen with someone and hear what they have to say, then you need to be there for them completely because that could be the key to their success. I understand our players have to work hard and they're gifted and they have abilities, but the reason we win is because the unity of our strengths.
2: Mm-hmm. We have a
4: unity and we have a connection that's going to help us beat teams with more talent.
0: Well, let's talk about that. When you're when you're talking about unity, that that helps teams and ministries and churches, other organizations, organizations. not businesses. even yeah, not even just on the court. So it is such a great principle. How how do you build on that? On just creating that unity.
4: Well, we're going to celebrate everyone's gifts. Um, it's easy to think about anything that we're involved in. Usually there's, uh, you know, someone who's the focal point. So in basketball, people are going to look at who's scoring the most points, who's scoring the most points. But as a coach, if I value the person that's defending, rebounding, making the pass, and I bring all of those into importance, now I'm taking the focus off what other people saying important and saying all your gifts make us who we are. That that brings our unity together. It doesn't make the scores the primary people and devalue the other people in the organization. And as, like, the head coach, I mean, everyone looks, okay, Terry's the head coach. I don't ever expect our players to do something that I wouldn't be willing to do myself. So I'm not having people carry my bags. I'm not – I'm going to pick up their bags
0: that's I'm going why to be- I'm not a head coach, Terry. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's I mean, I'm we have a little kitchen. I'm gonna be in there cleaning the kitchen if I see it sturdy. I've I've had Absolutely. my assistants, Oh, you shouldn't do that. Why shouldn't I do that? Because I'm part of the group here. So all those things I wanna live it first. I, I gave a little leadership talk and I won't go into all of it, but you know, I mentioned listening. An example is the E. You know, I I, I try to put things out there people remember. So I took the name The word leader, but example, they're going to believe what you do, not what you Mm -hmm. say, and all that I continue to try to give an example to our players is how I'm going to live my life in that unity, how I'm going to be there for them, how my assistants can stop practice at any time, and their voice is important. This isn't the Terry Mitchell show. This is, I hire people to make an impact, so everybody, our managers have an important part. Um, They're not there to serve me. I will serve them as well. So, I, you know, I go right down the line in, in leadership and accountability and being direct. Um, I think this is a great line. I heard John Maxwell talk about this, and he was talking about talent is not enough. This is one to chew on. You've never met a passionate person who has low energy. Okay, yeah. again. You've never met a passionate person who has low energy. And I think that's 1,000% true. Passion, you want to follow somebody with energy and excitement. You want, when you walk in a room, that's my job. When I step onto court, I should bring an enthusiasm to that basketball court that our players just grab onto. That if they're low in their belief that day, they can take my belief and I can energize that belief and then I think the most important thing at the end, and I've talked, we were talking all fair about players and impact, is how do I want to be remembered? Okay, yeah, wins. But you know what? I want to be remembered of that coach that was there for my players in difficult times mm-hmm. and loved them and that they graduated and made an impact in this, in this country.
0: Well, that going back to what you said, you know, about not expecting people to carry your bags and being in the kitchen, that is one of the ways that you're there for them too, is when it, it's the leaderships that Jesus presented. I mean, when you read through scripture, he was, he was there to serve. And when we really do look at it that way, you can look at some of your, the best bosses that you've had when you're working. They were the ones that were ready to jump in and do whatever it takes to get the job done. And those were the best leaders. They, and that,
4: they,
3: well, can they you are, sure they care.
0: Yeah, absolutely. yeah, I had to give a
4: talk on leadership at Marquette years ago, and I said the greatest leader that walked this earth was Jesus because he was a servant first. He served. And if you want to be a leader, it was to all the top students at the university. It says you want to be a leader, you serve. That's mm-hmm. what service is about. I, we, you know, We can all be paralyzed by the enormity of the need that's out there in this country, mm-hmm. out there in this world, but if all of us respond to the tugging of our heart, to step up and do things for our neighbor financially, with our talents, with our time, what a better world we'd live in. Because if we think service first and not ourselves, then it's just going to make a better environment.
0: Well, it goes back to Romans 12 where every single, you know, even the the baby toe, everything has a part and has a a gift to, to serve and be able to use. And if we all stepped up, I can't even imagine what our communities would look like, what our churches would look like, you know, what our world, world would look like if we weren't so apathetic.
4: Exactly. So. It, it's it's And it's something, I mean, our team has partnered with collecting shoes all year with Souls for Jesus, S-O-L-E-S, mm-hmm. to bring awareness to the need in Africa that one out of six people, I might be misquoting this, or children die because they don't have shoes. Such a simple need. We look in our closets. We have tons of shoes. So those of us that have and and are are blessed, and we started a shoe drive. I coached a game barefoot to bring awareness on November 19th, and for the rest of the season we're having people bring in shoes to say, you know what, I have more than enough. Let me give to those in need. And that's a small part that we can all do. Such a simple thing, but it, it takes the focus off ourselves and onto others.
3: Well, you have said so many profound principles and, and love because it really is about the person. You really you really do care about the person. I think so many times um, in, in organizations or ministries or whatever we find ourselves in, we look at people as a means to our own end. And people mm-hmm. pick up on that and they respond accordingly. And that doesn't create the unity among the team. And I love how you said it's like it is the unity that is your strength that sometimes you can outdo other teams that have more talent it's not always about the talent but it is about the person and at the end of the day you want to know that i i presented these people as is good people respectable people um because you because everybody when you have a team i'm sure you're bringing so many different life experiences and even baggage that comes into the team that you as a coach have to sort through and and to to get them to be a cohesive group so just one thing, because there's so many women that are listening out there that work with women, and as we know, Patty and I always say, is, that's is one of the most difficult things, because you do have all the emotions and the messiness of that. How do you truly, how do you know sometimes when to let go of somebody that maybe is unhealthy?
2: How do you right. know when,
3: okay, I can truly invest in them and help them along?
4: I think you know it's time to let go, and, on, and sometimes it has happened on our team, when you're spending more energy on that one than you are on the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you have to decide how many times, and, and I try to, uh, you know, I tell myself, okay, three or four times. I mean, I'm not like a one-strike-you're-out type person. I'm big on forgiveness, and I'm big on maturing and players growing. But when I find my energy is constantly for the one and not for the group, then that, that's it's a hard decision, but that's when you realize that you're doing a disservice to the group because everything is about this one, and and you, you talk to them and you bring in people and you mentor, um, but I I think you have to you know and it has happened on our team. I mean, our current team we have a player from Romania, player from Canada, and I believe eight different states. I wow. mean, that's single families, blended families, intact. I mean, we're talking suburb city different areas so yeah you have to find that that core element and that's why we go back to the principles to say this is our group but when one is bucking the system then you just need to say you know what you need to go find a different home because we're moving ahead
3: well we only have about a minute terry this is flying, okay. and we want you to come back because these principles these not only apply like me said, to the court but to just in life and how we get along in it, because the relationships really do matter and it is about the people and if we can't get that right
4: we can't get – everything else doesn't really matter. Right, right. I, I will tell you this. If, if you want to sum up life and everything else, doing things the right way always wins out in the end. That, that's, that's what it's about. There's a the temptation in sports to cheat and to cut corners, temptation in businesses. But at the end of the day, when you close your eyes at night, and you have an integrity and character, you will wake up with peace the next day, and that is irreplaceable. To have peace, to wake up each and every day, and to approach life with that is going to take you further than anything else. So do it right, and you'll never regret your decision.
0: Well, we love that. Thank you so much, Terry, for being on the show today. And as a reminder, these shows are available as a podcast through iTunes, and you can find them by just going to our homepage at GirlFriendIt.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
2: This is Girlfriend it on Toginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on GirlfriendIt.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend it radio right after these. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on TuggyNet. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Mallette, at 1110 Central on TuggyNet.com. What are the Read by Lips tips for success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmyliptips.com Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central, for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette. on toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show, on Toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa.
3: Well, welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. We have been talking this day with, um, we're going well, to be talking with a couple different women who have really other people's lives and inspired them to be the best person God designed them to be. And our next guest um, is someone I have been really excited about talking to. Yes, you have. Yes, because she really has inspired and touched my life, um, you know, for many years. And I it's just it's an honor and a privilege. Our next guest is um, Roma Downey from Touched by an Angel. She played Monica in Touched by an Angel. But before she uh, played in *Touch by an Angel, she was best known to television audiences for her portrayal as Jacqueline Kinney, Kennedy in the miniseries A Woman Named Jackie. I, I actually saw that. It was, it was really good. It was really good. Yeah. Well, Roma was born and raised in Northern Ireland. But most recently, Roma has created um, a faith-based animated educational series for children and their educational. Yes. Educational. (laughs) And it's called little angels. And we got to, we got to kind of preview it and it really is delightful. And I love the visuals and the music. And I know I have a three-year-old grandson, but I'm very young to have a three-year-old grandson. And I can't wait to share this with him and, and just go through it because it really does talking about really helping people and developing them and educationally and with the scripture and with the values. So with all that said, I'm going to quit talking and I want to introduce Roma Downey to our show. Roma, we're so excited to have you join us this day and um, be a part
0: of the show. How are you? Well, I have to tell you last night, I watched, this is not Roma, this is still Patty. I just have to tell you.
3: <laughs> We've had I'm to like, take I'm a little fine. break. Yes, obviously, I got so excited about talking about Touched by an Angel and Roma. So, <laughs>
0: but last night, I watched Borrowed Hearts, just specifically because I knew Roma would be on the show today. And uh, anyway, it was a great, it's a, a holiday romance, so I would highly recommend watching Borrowed Hearts if you're able to stream it through Netflix. But we do have Roma on now. Roma, how are you today?
1: Hello there. I'm so glad you watched Borrowed Hearts. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Well, it
0: was a family movie last night. We had the fireplace on, my two girls. We sat there and we watched it. And of course, you know, my husband was there and my son, so they had to tease us through all the, the romantic parts. And
1: Oh, yeah, but it's so <laughs> nice. It's like a dream fulfillment story. And of course, everything ended up with a nice, happy ending, which yes. I personally love.
0: We loved it. It was a great, great show.
3: Well, Roma, I have to say that um, watching you on Touch by an Angel years ago, I I didn't miss an episode, and I would sit there with a box of Kleenex I, every time the show would end. I was inspired and challenged, and I even remember a specific show which um, Winona Judd was on there, and about oh yeah, and then there was even a song that went with that, and I even got. Because I love that so much, my family got me um, the musical CD that year for Christmas as one of my gifts that I would listen to. So I just, it really stuck with me some of the episodes and and just even how it made me feel as a person, where you felt I truly. You were touched. I, I touched was touched. by angel. <laughs> so I just want to—I love the work you did because, and just different venues. And now, what you're doing with little angels—to so even touch families and and preschoolers with a significant message. Which we need those messages in our society right now. Those those values to be just projected. Out there, and so love that you're being a voice, and that you're you're creating that.
0: And what led you to
1: create Little Angels? Well, you know, I really having been in the angel realm for the last fifteen years, um, remembering that the angels are just the messengers, and the message is about God's love. And I uh, thought, so wouldn't it be marvelous if we had a show that would teach that message to the wee ones? So this has been a specially designed. DVD series for preschool children with the intention to teach them not only practical life skills, so they'll be learning their ABCs and their one 2 threes and all about the animals and so on, but they're also learning beloved Bible stories, and it's a valuable tool to support um, you know all the traditional values that we hold near and dear the importance of being kind and sharing of being truthful and honest of of showing gratitude and love and it's as cute as anything i'm so excited by it we're we're just have we have launched into the christian market now through february and then we go national so you could get it right now at littleangels.com and um, it focuses on two children, twins, Alex and Zoe, and they're only four years of age. And on the ceiling of their nursery is a painting of these eight little angel characters. And kind of like Toy Story, when the mom and dad aren't around, the angels come to life and they come down and they interact with the children and they serve as teachers and instructors Mm -hmm. and they inspire them. And most of all, I guess, they really remind the children that they're not alone, that God is always with us and looking out for us and caring for us. And um, I'm just really thrilled with how it's turned out.
0: Well um that is so exciting and first of all I love the way you say for the for the wee ones <laughs> and uh for to have little angels not only will it, it inspire the wee ones it also will have such an impact on adults I know so many moms that have watched VeggieTales and as new believers they literally it it just made the Bible come alive to them because they wouldn't have the spiritual discipline to maybe sit down and read the Bible, but they would watch it along with that's their right. kids. So That's
1: right. That's and it's cool. lovely. I think we've, we've been able to achieve. We had Phil Lawler write our scripts, and um, um, I don't know if you guys know him from Adventures in Odyssey, but he's super mm-hmm. talented. Yes. And we got a great um, uh, animation company in Renegade to come up with these really delightful characters that are charming and just leap off the script. But there's an opportunity here for us to teach, you know, um, Bible stories in a way that really applies the learning to these young children's lives in simple and age-appropriate ways, but in ways I think that are really going to be lasting. You know, children at this age are just little sponges for information, aren't yes. they? And I think that anything that's anchored at this time in their life, they'll remember for their whole life. For example, we have one simple little scene where where Alex cannot tie his shoelace, and he feels like he's just got a handful of thumbs. And he, he thinks the best solution would be just to put on his Velcro shoe. And the angel said to him you know well that's an option but if every time something got difficult everybody quit nothing would ever get done He says consider noah if you would and alex scratches his head and he says noah Chomsky from up the street <laughs> and say, no silly Shoot. noah from the bible and um they take the little boy one of the angels paints pictures And he paints a picture of the ark, and it gives us a device through which we're able to time travel back into the Bible. Mm. And now the little boy and his sister are back there talking to Noah, who explains to them the importance of perseverance, and that he was given a job to do by God. And even though he hasn't seen any sign of rain, he was told to build this boat, and that's what he's going to do, because he has to obey what, what God has asked him, and he has to stick to it. And the kids see the rain come in. They see Noah saving the animals. And the floodwaters rise and wash the children back into the nursery where the angels reinforce the lesson and the power of sticking with something. If Noah hadn't stuck with that, the animals wouldn't be saved. And Alex says, I get it. I'm going to tie my shoelace. And it's just, you know, it's remembering they're only three, four, five years of age. Mm -hmm. It's just a, a really great complete lesson they've learned a little bit about our bible they've learned an important lesson of sticking to and um and it's all told in a funny and and fun and energetic way so i you know i think it's going to be a great tool for christian families everywhere to have the support of this listen i have been a working mom for many years and i know there's always a minute when you have to pop your kid down in front of something you're Mm so glad of a dvd or the tv (laughs) because you need five minutes to deal with the plumber or the dog is eating the gardener or you know there's some crisis that has to be handled and it just seems to me, if you're going to be sitting your kid down in front of something, wouldn't you rather be sitting them down in front of a program like Little Angels that's not just feeding their minds and teaching them mm-hmm. practical life skills, but is feeding their hearts, you know, and and telling them the stories of the Bible. We go into the Old Testament. We also time travel into the New Testament, and they get to see Jesus teaching and healing and so beautiful and heartfelt and um there's a little prayer that actually was one of the inspirations for the show that my family shared with me when i was a child growing up in ireland it's very short it's god in heaven my savior dear watch over my children and draw down near send your little angels to be at their side to light and to guard to love and to guide and in our, our Little Angel series, the mother says that prayer over the sleeping children. They're asleep in their bunk bed. The room is lit just by the moonlight. And as she quietly closes the door and tiptoes away, we see the little angels come down from the ceiling. And they tuck the children in. And they gently kiss them on the cheeks. And that's how we end each episode. Is just this, you know, that the angels are always with us. So... Um, it's just exciting times. You know, I've been working on it for 18 months to finally get to bring it out and share it with the world. Um, you can tell here I'm very enthusiastic about it.
0: Well, you're you're such a good storyteller. We're like mesmerized by <laughs> what you're
1: saying.
0: <laughs> and we, we're your wee
3: ones right now. Um, uh, you know what I love about it is so many different things you said, just being so intentional with all the senses to engage these, these little ones. And I know just watching um, some of the little ones, the preschoolers, they are so impressionable and they retain a lot, whether it's the music or the little... you know, the little stories. And I love that we're feeding them, that you're providing resources for moms to be able to, like you said, sometimes you, you have to put them down in front of something and, and that they're, you're feeding their hearts and their minds with that. Well, we're going to take a break here, Rama. We'll be right back and talk to you more. But for those of you listening, we want you to know that you can learn a little bit more about little angels and how you can purchase this inspirational DVD series by going to the website, littleangels.com. We also have the information at girlfriend.com. So we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and it's just delightful talking with Roma, hearing her heart and hearing her passion. Stay with us. This is Lisa and Patty.
2: This is Girlfriend it on Toginet. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on GirlfriendIt.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend it radio right after these. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. I'm Free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, the Parents' Plate is here to help you. The Parents' Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what the Parents' Plate does. The Parents' Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts in all on all issues, from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents' Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents' Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show, on togynet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa.
3: Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. This is Lisa and Patty, and we have been talking with our special guest, Roma Downey, who recently has created an inspirational educational dvd series called little angels which is specifically designed for preschoolers but also as patty and I were talking it's also for moms (laughs) because it's a great way for us to even learn there's i know some moms out there that will learn through this series but just creates dialogue and conversation and and as women it's always so helpful to know what is available out there to us as parents as we try to raise our kids to be um respectable loving um you know, human beings that love the Lord and that really hold on to those values. So this is a great resource that Patty and I just want to just expose all our listeners to and and know that this is out there, and especially at the holiday time and Christmas time. And, Roma, you were mentioning um, to us on the site that there is an app coming out.
1: Yes, there's a Little Angels app coming out, which I'm really excited about because it has, you know, memory games and colouring in opportunity for kids to be able to just touch the screen and color in the picture and then there's a little sort of built in reward that when they've completed colouring it'll play a scene from the from the movie and so on. But one of my favorite segments in the apps is um a daily prayer and I've recorded um you know three hundred and sixty five prayers that are just beautiful, sweet and loving and, um, about gratitude and asking God's blessings on our families and our, on the day. And it just, I think will be a beautiful opportunity for parents to set aside, you know, a, a time in, in every day. Where they get together with their preschoolers and have a moment of prayer together, I just think it would be it 's a lovely opportunity to establish a lifetime time habit of doing that, and so that should be available um, just before christmas we 're just getting ready to to launch that little angels app um, i 'd also just love to mention that um, on all of our DVDs and our musical CDs with little angels that we have the mops seal of approval, MOPs, of course, Mothers yep. of Preschoolers, a wonderful organization, and um, we are just thrilled that they've endorsed us and, you know, that we have that vote of trust. And, you know, I'd like to think that after all my years and Touched by an Angel and all the millions of people, you know, at the height of Touched by an Angel success beat over 20 million people tuned in every week for, wow. you know, a message of God's love. And um, I'd, I'd like to think that I, you know, that I personally have been through my work and the choices that I have made in my work have generated trust with the audiences out there and and that Little Angels has been created from from that place, from from my heart, you know, to offer a wonderful tool in support of raising families and kindness and love and faith.
3: Well, and it really is about leaving a legacy, and that's what you're doing through your work and even with your own children. And you mentioned that your daughter Riley um, sings. Yeah, um, my
1: daughter Riley has the voice. You can brag it you're free to brag. Of having what well, she sings, you know, we have the Little Angels DVDs, but we also have two Little Angel musical CDs, which are uh, fantastic and, you know, great for singing along in the car and that kind of thing. And, and several of the tracks on the CDs have been performed by my 15-year-old. And mm. it was lovely to uh, get her involved. She was thrilled to participate and, you know, to work on a project with mom and, and to have that kind of emotional investment um she's a beautiful singer and it's really it's just sort of added another dimension for our family to um, to have the team to have the team my oldest son James the guitar player and and he you know played some guitar on there as well so we um uh, i you know they're they're great we're hoping we we down the down the pipe we have um several little angel brands coming you know we're committed to building this to becoming a um uh you know a really great uh Uh, brand in in families, we've got toys coming hopefully for next Christmas, we have books coming in the spring, we'll have several more DVDs and CDs launching in the New Year's, but we're currently up for Christmas, there are two Little Angels DVDs and two Little Angels CDs that are on sale and you can go to littleangels.com to find them.
0: Well, we have to ask you, with all of this coming out, like you said, just creating this brand, how were you personally touched as a result of doing this project?
1: Well, you know, I think that, you know, I've been so fortunate in my life and fortunate in my career that after Touched by an Angel ended, I really focused on raising my family, and I I didn't have to work. You know, I I, I never dreamed that I would have... um, uh, found myself in a situation I've worked so hard all my life that I didn't have to work. But I have really felt called. I felt kind of tugged by Spirit to come back here and to, I just think I have an um, opportunity to shine the light, you know, and to spread a message of God's love. I'm, um, my faith is so central to my life and God has been so amazing and wonderful and you know, ours is a great God, and this was a way to honor and and to you know just to spread the word. So um, I feel that in the in this um, marketplace for these very young children that there aren't a whole lot of opportunities. Um, you know, we have VeggieTales, there's a few other products and VeggieTales is great. But it's been around for a while and I just thought, you know, there's room here for something new and fresh and and fantastic to to bring that message of faith to um, to families some um, in time for the holidays. So um, here we are, you know, it's um, my my life has been you know, just a fantastic, um, fantastic blessings. You know, I, I it was such a privilege for me to have played the angel Monica for all those years. And I learned so much from her. She was such a wonderful, you know, compassionate uh, character um she was so you know positive always and gentle and had such great listening skills she really taught me to be a better listener how to listen with my heart not just with my ears and um, but I can tell you, there's many a time in my own life I wish I'd had Monica to show up for me. <laughs> um, you know, because I, I uh, hasten to add, I'm not an angel. I just played one on television.
0: <laughs> you come I, across that way, though. You really come across Angelica. Yes, yes. yes.
2: Uh,
1: we faced all of the same, you know, challenges as any family faces, but we faced them together, you know, and we faced them with uh, prayerfully and. Um, You know, my husband and I are also working on uh, co-producing for the History Channel a a docudrama on the Bible from Genesis through Revelation that we hope will air Easter uh, 2013. And so that's been very special and humbling and exciting Mm -hmm. to be working on that um, uh, for, you know, for the year after next. But to be working on it together as a family, um, you know, I'm just, so fortunate um, to you know to to share um, the, all, all of these things with with my team here.
3: Well, and love your passion and and like you said, it, your calling, that you have truly taken your faith and putting in action and using your resources and using what God has placed in your life, your your life experiences, your um your you know, the people in your life and your opportunities, and even being in Hollywood and using that platform in such a positive way, that is that truly is inspiring and encouraging to so many people living out there because we don't hear a lot of good stories coming out of Hollywood. Yeah. But yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. using that and as an example and you're using your family, getting your kids involved, because my husband is a, is a senior pastor, and, and, and Patty, we both bring our kids along in ministry, so it truly is a family um, experience, and teaching your kids that To have your own personal faith means you do something with it, that you join God to do amazing things. And when you truly surrender to him, he does do immeasurably more. And that's what you're seeing even with your project with little angels and different things that you are allowing God to use you and transform it. And he's doing amazing things and, and just transforming. And the opportunity you have. Through this project and other ones, even the Bible, I'm really excited about that one, by the way, but to really transform families and young children and to help them to really become who God created them to be using uh, media and using a lot of those uh, technology that's out there today. So. Love what you are truly stepping into that arena and doing it. And we know that whenever you step in to do something and do your calling, your passion, there's always challenges and obstacles and you must persevere. And love that, you know, you said it's been an 18 month journey, but we only have two minutes till we end this show. What is something you want to leave our listeners with just about your passion, your calling, your project, anything you would like to leave our listeners with?
1: Well, you know, I just, you know, here we here we are having discussed touch by an angel, having discussed little angels, and I just really believe that when we fully embody our faith and we make loving choices and then we take kind actions based on those loving choices in a sense, we all become angels for each other. And, you know, here we are approaching the Christmas season and, um, you know, just, um my my message would be you know to to who can you be an angel for this christmas season mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: How can you truly impact another person's life?
1: Yeah, to them? By, by taking an action. It can be as simple as a smile in the supermarket or, or really stepping up into someone in your community that needs something. But, you know, it it all begins with you in your own heart, you know, with, in partnership with God, that we can touch each other's lives and make the world a better place.
3: Well, and it does start with with choosing and, and, and being intentional, like what you're saying, to go, I want to make a difference in someone's life. God has impacted me, and God has um, blessed my life. How can I use that just to truly bless others? And that really is your message. It was your message with Touched by an Angel. It's your message with little angels. And and what even gives you more credibility is that you're living it with your own kids. So it's something very personal to you, and we appreciate that. It's not just a project to you, but it's very personal and um, you're living what you're saying so we want to encourage our listeners truly to to check out your website little com, and we also have you on girlfriend at uh, our girlfriend at site and as we talk to moms and i know the impact you know and this is just the beginning of your journey and the things that you're doing and we can't wait to uh hear that the dvd series with the history of the bible and you can't oh, wait yeah thank you, you so
1: choices. much and i'm 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 finally uh, Twittering, Twittering <laughs> at, at, at Real nope, Roma Downey. <laughs> so if anybody wants to jump in and follow me at Real Roma Downey, and then I'll be updating about all the Little Angels projects on there as well.
3: Thank you, Roma, for joining us this day. This is Patty and Lisa. You've been listening to Girlfriend It Radio.
2: Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriend It. The show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the show...